0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, July 24th, 2020. I'm Rich Travolino. The National Music Publishers Association announced it signed a multi-year license agreement with TikTok. The license includes provisions that account for TikTok's past use of musical works and the ability for NMPA members, which include the three major U.S. music publishers and largest indies, to opt in to a licensing agreement with TikTok that would be retroactive for May 1, 2020. In April, the Financial Times reported that the NMPA members were threatening to sue TikTok over violations of U.S. copyright law and the rights of songwriters and music publishers. TikTok also announced a new $200 million creator fund to support U.S. creators who are seeking opportunities to foster a livelihood on the app, a TikTok spokesperson told The Verge. This is the first time TikTok will pay creators directly for their content in addition to monetizing live streams. The company didn't say how many creators would receive funding, how often payments will be made, or how much creators can earn. To apply, you must be 18 years or older, consistently post original videos that adhere to community guidelines, and have a certain follower count, although TikTok didn't say exactly how many. Creators in the United States can apply for funding in August, and the company says it plans to offer global access at some point. Garmin suffered an ongoing outage that began in the early morning of July 23rd that affected its official website, call centers, the Garmin-connected data-syncing service, Garmin's aviation database, and production lines in Asia. Garmin said it was investigating the outage, and Katalin Sampano at ZDNet reports that several Garmin employees posted online it was caused by a strain of ransomware known as Wasted Locker, although these claims have yet to be verified. According to an internal Garmin memo leaked by the Taiwanese tech site Itome, two Garmin factories will be shut down on July 24th and 25th to go into maintenance mode. While services are out, users cannot sync their fitness data from devices, and pilots are unable to do FAA-required updates to flight databases on their navigation devices. Corning announced the Gorilla Glass Victus, which claims twice the scratch resistance and a 25% higher drop rating compared to Gorilla Glass 6, up to 2 meters. Corning also says Victus should survive an average of 20 one-meter drops, up from 15 on its predecessor. Samsung will be the first to ship with the new glass on a device coming in the next few months. The FCC has begun Auction 105, a nationwide auction of 22,631 priority access licenses of Prime Spectrum on the 3.55 to 3.65 GHz range, letting carriers bid on seven mid-band slices per county to help their 5G rollouts. The auction has been postponed from earlier this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The FCC requires 3.5 GHz licenses to share Spectrum, providing immediate access to top-priority government users, then to priority licensees, then allowing unlicensed CBRS users to access the same spectrum. Ars Technica reports that, according to sources, EU regulators will require significant concessions from Google to close on its acquisition of Fitbit, originally announced back in November. The regulators reportedly want Google to pledge not to use any health data to further enhance its search advantage and calls for the company to grant third parties equal access to that data. Google previously said it would not use health data to improve its advertising. If Google does not agree to the concessions, sources say the EU will launch a further protracted investigation into the acquisition. Facebook announced it's rolling out support for Messenger Rooms calls to broadcast a live stream using Facebook Live. Users that create Messenger Rooms can broadcast the call to their profile, a Facebook page, or a Facebook group, with controls for who can view the broadcast and join the call. Messenger Room live streams can have up to 50 participants. The Verge reports that Microsoft's Android-powered dual-screen device, the Surface Duo, looks set to launch in the next few weeks. Earlier this week, the device was listed in FCC records and has now shown up on the Bluetooth SIG certification page as well. Sources tell The Verge that Microsoft originally planned to focus on the Surface Duo at its build conference this year, but changed plans when the conference went virtual, and that the company now plans to ship devices by the end of September. In its Q2 earnings release notes, Intel announced that its seven nanometer processors will be delayed six months to market, now releasing in mid 2022. The delay is caused by seven nanometer yields being a year behind Intel's internal targets. Overall, Intel saw revenue increased twenty percent in the year to nineteen point seven billion dollars on earnings of one dollar and nineteen cents, both beating analyst expectations. PC centric revenue was up seven percent in the year, while data centric revenue jumped thirty four percent. The Associated Press announced a partnership with Sony to exclusively use the company's cameras for its still photographers, and videographers. The AP's Deputy Managing Editor of Visual and Digital Journalism, Daryl McCrudden, said the benefit will be that AP staff will be able to interchange batteries and lenses by using a single manufacturer's platform. Previously, the AP used separate brands for stills and video. The standard kit for photographers will be a Sony A9 Mark II camera, with some videographers and portrait focus shooters using a Sony A7R 4 and finally, according to internal documents seen by Android Police, T-Mobile will require all new devices on its network to support Voice over LTE or VoLTE as of August 4th. Existing customers using non-VoLTE devices won't immediately be affected, but starting in January 2021, these devices can no longer connect to its network. T-Mobile confirmed that new devices on its network will require VoLTE support but did not comment on the timeline.